Podcast four, winging it with Painter and Rico. Our special guest today is Jeff Hazel, legend in his own right mind, mind. but some people will say legend. Master, Jeff? master of the shoe pass. <laughs> Welcome, already, Jeff. Yeah. Good to be here. Nice to see you all. Yeah, Painter, how sinks? Yeah, not too bad. My team went out in the Euros, though, didn't they, Germany? Yeah. But I'm glad because obviously I want England to win. Yeah, France as well. Good, yeah, good job. Yeah. We're not tipsters and pundits. No. What's your team, Jeff? And oh, they're well, still be in it I, now. I've been. I was in two sweepstakes, and both times I picked out North Macedonia, <laughs> which was brilliant. Um, That's an but, Yeah, I mean, I don't want. I'm not getting excited over England because we've been let down so many times before. But no negativity. Yeah. I'll tell you what, well, yeah, yeah. but what a great week of football this week, the yeah. games before, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, the Spain game and then uh, the, the, the following game, I mean, uh, Switzerland, I thought were, when France was free, went up, it's all over, Yeah, you know, and then to come back and beat them, were they too arrogant, probably, maybe? Yeah, yeah um, I mean, when they played Germany, they got, it was the own goal put them through, they sat back, didn't they, you know, so they weren't great against Germany, I thought Germany edged it, in fairness. With the way they were, the way they bossed it, but Germany never had that cutting edge, did they? Without, without really creating anything, though, wouldn't it? You know, I thought Germany played through the lines better than us, uh, but we um we haven't got a Tony Cruz, you know, when, when we played Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips, but you know, and if Muller had scored, yeah, different game, different you know, game, yeah. yeah, it was, but you know, fair play. You've I got guess. to take your after safety because when I seen that side, I, like everyone, I think it was the four across the middle of Trippier. Rice, um, Shaw, and the, the, the Phillips yeah. in midfield. Yeah. I thought, play, mate. Because we don't see Trippier yeah. no more because yeah. he's in Spain. So we kind of like thinking, you know, well, is he up to it? But obviously he's, he's do, doing the business over there, otherwise he wouldn't, mm-hmm. wouldn't be in the frame, would he? Uh, that's what I say, it's tournament football. That's what they're on about, isn't it? Do we have that call in four games? Yeah. You know, I, they haven't excited us like I'd like them to with the, the players we've got available. But if we win it, who cares? Yeah, that's right. We're still in it. That's right. And which we've, is the fun part. We've said previously as well on, on, on previous podcasts, you know, it, it don't matter. if we When we go out or if we go out, we get slaughtered. They get slaughtered, the players. So it, yeah. We can't win as long as we win it. If we win it, then, and like you said, Dave, Southgate deserves tremendous credit because I, I thought he was a bit of a yes man when he got the job, but he's he's doing his own thing and he, he's not frightened to leave a few out, is he? No. He's a boring fucker, aren't he? Tell you the truth. We don't have to this podcast, do <laughs> You know, it's just under 18s. You get a Nil-Western. Yeah, right? yeah, Nil-West education. Yeah. Oh, God. No, he, 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 come, he comes across and he toes <laughs> the party line, doesn't he? He yeah. says what people yeah. want to hear. He should be a politician, yeah. Yeah. I, no, did, you've got hats off to him. He's got us to this bar. Yeah. I hope he does it. I mean, he's lived for a while, hasn't he? Missed the penalty and lived with all that rubbish. and You I, know, so... I seen a um, this morning some on one of the stations where Declan Rice was being interviewed, and he was saying that when him and Phillips get sort of chastised and criticised, um, that just fuels him. You know, it just mm. gives him the burning. And they, by all accounts, they hugged each other before they go out and before the Germany game. And he turned around and he said, "Come on." Let's go out and give it to him. Yeah, you know. And, Who and said that, Declan Wright? Yeah. I wonder if he's. That's Uncle what you ben want to hear, innit? Wonder if his uncle Ben yeah. comes to every game. Well, I was hoping. <laughs> if, you know, if you could get players from back in time, I was thinking, 
If we had Tony Curry playing now, but what if you had Simpson? Rashford and Simpson. Yeah, you had, yeah because they'd be solid as a rock. Right, wouldn't they? He's all out there, isn't it? We're all weak. Oh, dear. But no, I mean, I think they've got a different feel from the Lampards and the Beckhams. It feels a bit different. The players feels like you said they've this. distanced themselves from their clubs. What we've been hanging on to. I yeah. Think, you know, I don't know whether it's because we've got older and we no longer got. The same enthusiasm as the long young lads were sat in the pubs, open what we hoped for when you know we went we went for it all. But um, be brilliant if if they could win it. Don't get me wrong, but you know I got a nine year old son and he's you know he's right up for it. Yeah, you know, and nothing's better than me sitting down with him watching the game. And after ten minutes, he's saying, "Can we put Fortnite on?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now. Uh, my son come back after the Germany game, Squiffy, been down, been down the, the Maypole down in Annam, <laughs> all over the place he was. But there you go. Right, so you didn't name your team. Who did you, who were you, gonna, who did you fancy at the start? Who did I fancy? Brazil? Yeah, no, probably <laughs> France. Probably yeah, France. Same as me. Yeah. yeah. They're out, but yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's fingers... closely contested, it is. It's closer than everybody thought. I mean, looking at Sweden, Switzerland, great to see, isn't it? I mean, yeah, look who's got Denmark. Out. I mean, the effort they put in the last yeah. few games. All oh, what's happened to them and all that, you know? They, well, they're playing on the spirit of Christian Eriksen, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. You know, I, I, I think so anyway. But, um, yeah. you know, and, and they will be tough, you know, if we... Mm, if we can get through Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, Ukraine's unlimited source, aren't they? We don't know... We haven't been under pressure, as in we haven't been one 0 down yet. No, we haven't had to go for it yet, have we? Uh, and that's where. You... No, I think them playing, playing, you know, extra time as well will benefit us. Less time to recover and everything. Fair play to Pickford as well. He made some big saves oh, the other night. Yeah. Everton's yeah. number one. Yeah, yeah. Did. I mean, they won earlier on with Werner when he couldn't dive to his feet and the save from Havertz. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the way he's playing, he'd be hard to remove, wouldn't he? <laughs> <Pickford>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. The general, your yeah. dad. Oh yeah, yeah, God bless his soul. Man. Yeah, legend. Rest yeah. in peace. I am. Um, I general was one of the first people that took me training when I was at Rock. This is Terry Hazel, by the way. Yeah, Jeff's, Jeff's dad. dad. Yeah. And I remember Jeff as a young lad coming down in yeah, when yeah. was train, and he was a nosehead. You, you. Yeah, your dad was, uh, he was good. I, I still, I took a lot of his things he'd done at coaching mm. with me when I'd done coaching. You know, his little, mm. you know, you, you talk back, he'd give you five press-ups. Yeah. You know, if you, you talk back again, it was 20 yeah. knees to the chest. There's little things that you didn't want to interrupt his, you know, his pattern when he was doing the training. And, you know, and for years, wasn't it, he took the kids at Ashton. Well, he set up Ashton boys in 1994. Yeah. So, it, so I was already in my mid-20s. He was two or three or thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I helped him out a few times down there, and there's a few stories. I mean, he had. I mean, at one stage, he had over a hundred kids down there training. And Bristol City had, they had to come over to him, and they asked to borrow some players, so they could have a game amongst themselves. Yeah. And then they said to my dad, um, "Would you consider joining us?" He said, "Well, looking at you, will join me." He said, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that was well, that, yeah, that's it. But he kept everything simple. He could speak, because when he set up kids football, when I was young <clears throat> he 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 said to, to the lads around north west that i'm going to set up a football team 33 kids turned up outside our front door yeah but that was his own kids yeah yeah <laughs> but, but he had to but you know he had her mum making toast from all you know and he had to get more parents 
because he was a milkman at Briz, he got the parents at Briz, he got some Brett Rowlands and Chris Pollinger, and there's there all these lads from Briz come over and played and mingled with these Northwestern kids, that totally underprivileged kids, like myself. Some was a lot worse than us, but he had three teams, you know, and, and every Saturday they'd all meet up. You know, some of the stories... He was happened. a good judge of a footballer as yeah. well. Yeah, and he was a proper uh, character, wasn't yeah. he? I mean, I've, I saw, I've told this story before, and he'd had all, he had old vans. He had this old ambulance, 1950s Bedford van. He'd drive us round in. And uh, one day we were in there, and some and his kids were going, oh, he's crap, he's crap. You know, whoever got out of the van, he's crap. And our dad went, oi! He said, there's no such thing as a crap footballer. He said, there's good footballers, and there's average footballers. And me, being the clown, said... What am I then, Dad? And he looked at me and he said, below average. He treat everybody the same. He, he was really good. And for the kids who weren't no good at football, he'd make them better. Yeah. You know, and, and they loved him for it. I even got, I had blokes working for me who was 15 years younger than me and said, I played for your dad. You know, and he, he was a good bloke, your dad. You know what I mean? And it's good. It's nice to hear, you know. Yeah. It, was, it, is, it is good. He to played hear. a bit as well, though, didn't he? He was a good player, player. Yeah. I played against him when he was 44, I was 16. Yeah. And he nutmegged me. He come on, I was playing for Braze Reserves, he was playing for Harp Tree. Yeah. And he nutmegged me, he come on, it was 3 0 up, and he set up the two goals, we won 3 2. Yeah. And I couldn't get nowhere near him. Yeah. He was 44, his legs had gone, but his brain, left footer, creative footballer, you know. But yeah, I mean, I mean but he dragged me all round. I mean, I met the Clivey Alls and. You know, Bertie Browns, I've, I've met them all. Yeah. They're all good friends of mine now. But he knew everyone in football. He knew everyone yeah. yeah. But they're characters, yeah. aren't they? No, and, and like I said, they, this is what football's about. It makes networks of friends. You yeah. you know, you, you you meet people, you meet a chief, share a change room with someone, he's your friend for life. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what he does for a living. He could be a brain surgeon and you could be a bin man and there's no disrespect to anything. But you're on the same level because you was teammates in the change room. Yeah, yeah. It, we've said this in the previous podcast. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, we're lucky that the players we've played with, the teams we've played mm. in, have been 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 a yeah. bit special in terms of and built on team spirit mm. and the banter and the camaraderie. Mm. You know, which you know leads me on to to Brislington, really. You know, because that's where you know I had the pleasure of coaching you, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the fights. <laughs> But the fighting comes from the bath. Because I used to meet, when you were at Bath, I used to meet up with you and Grantley and Moggy and Smarty and Trigg down at the Orson Groom, Alan Williams' yeah, pub. Yeah, yeah. On a Saturday, we'd play. God rest his soul and as I well. I'll never forget, I come in one day, I just ordered a pint, and there's an almighty fight in the pub. And is is the Bath City lot are fighting amongst themselves. <laughs> Grantley, Moggy, someone's in a headlock. And I go, what's going on? They said, you think that's bad? You should have seen us at half time. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably just trying to pinch grab this shell suit. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it breaks. I mean, I think overall, I think I played seventeen seasons there. So yeah. I left for a little while and come back. Well, in fact, I left, and then you become the gaffer, and I was your first signing. Yeah, brought you back. Yeah, I got I got to mention Jamie Patch because oh, um, yeah, yeah. Jamie Jamie. You know, there was him, Bobby Perrett, uh, Shaker, Sh yeah. Shaker, Rich Dick, Show. Yeah, yeah Rich uh, Show. Gary Mox, Mox Mockridge. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. yeah good crowd of guys out there. Yeah, proper football guys behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you knew their football and, and, and give back. 
Well, it's a lot of, they a lot of hours to, at the club. Yeah, for Steve instance, Jenkins come the end yeah. and all that. But well, they gave back. They gave, they've done Steve, their football. Yeah, they gave Steve, back. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. I had a few seasons out there. I enjoyed yeah. it at Bridge. So I said Patchy was a good manager. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to play attractive, good football, didn't he? he got the I don't right. know why he played there. <laughs> <laughs> he, was no, he, he understood that. He needed hard workers. And, you know, when, when I first went out there, I mean, you had Rich Bryant come from the city. Um, obviously, it's on on Brad. He got you. He had Rich George. You know, he had some good players who played for nothing. You know, we were playing against your Tivies and Tauntons. They were all on a few quid, and they were good sides. Yeah, you had some good sides. <clears throat> like, even like Stevie Martin or Steve. Stevie Martin, Stevie Strong. Every game. Yeah, good, Gary Martin. Good footballers, Gary Martin. Yeah. Good footballers, Rich Hollis or or Freddie Pocock. You know, yeah. and going. You know, and he had, and he had them playing for nothing, and they respected him. He was a he was a manager. He was a proper manager. He, he had you guessing. I remember one at one stage I played. We, I, I got man of the match. For, they used to give out man of the matches years ago. And sometimes at home games you get a big bottle of palmain. You know, they'd be all hot. <laughs> 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 we got free. Yeah, we got free. So I won free on the trot. So we go and play Barcelona. Have you sponsored a game? Yeah. Give it yourself. <laughs> So we, he we never go, won we, three man we, matches. We go, we go yeah, three on the top. So we go down to Barnstable. We got Barnstable. So I'm getting ready. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to be playing. I'm right on form. And so, <laughs> fucking the. That's another story. I'm fuming. So I've got ready to change quick. And when you used to play away, the opposition would supply the match warm up balls, wouldn't they? Yeah. So I got out into the warm. They're all still having the team. So I've gone out. I've got all the warm up balls. I've kicked them out the ground. Which is passive when you started. <laughs> I've kicked them over the stands. Or not come out the warm up. They ain't got a ball of warm up. <laughs> I was fuming. But, you know, because when you play, I used to eat everybody. Even to be, to be fair to Patchy, mate, he didn't just do that to you, did he? Oh, no. I mean, I can no, remember we played, no. when I was at Mangotsfield, and we were playing um, Briz in the FA Cup, like, I think it was a first-round qualifier, something like that, and Paul Emmons was supposed to mark me, but Patchy dropped him, because he said he knew me too well, he's too close to me, and he wouldn't be effective. Yeah. And he was devastated, Emmons, because he, again, he was looking forward to that game, but it's a big game, isn't yeah. it, for a club? I he mean, knew how to keep you on your toes. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and he played Gary Morris. I remember he went to I never had a kick. Apologise, Jane, for this, but it might have been your 50th or it might have been your 60th. I can't remember what the story it was. <laughs> but Ryan King was there and Darren Paul was there. Yeah. And we were chatting and we brought this up. And I said, The trouble is, you never knew if he was playing. And they all said the same. And yet, when Darren was playing well and when Ryan was playing well, you'd thought they was first on the team sheet. But they still didn't know whether they were going to be playing that week or not until they actually named the team. Well, you always knew Brad was playing. Well, yeah, we knew Brad. <laughs> Talking of, talking of Brad, Brad always thought I didn't I didn't like him as a player. Mm. I loved him as a player. I got to say that because he was talented Very and talented, you could right. give him the ball and mm. look after himself. And he would look after the ball. I just felt he underachieved mm, massively. I, I massively. felt he should have gone on Tim, and, I think, higher, and that's why I was hard on him. I think he played for Bath one game, scored a goal, and then it bother again. Mm. That's right, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah, he left. Yeah, he came back. Yeah, yeah. Chipping him on a Tuesday, he played for Bath on a Saturday. He turned up in the change rooms and he sat back in the change rooms. I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, but but that was Brad. That, yeah, yeah, that was his mentality, yeah. you know. Um, but quality player, quality player but, at the level, and should but, have played higher. But as I've got older, and and especially some of the training techniques you've done when you come along, 
I understood the game. If you're a good player, you'll have the ball for 90 seconds over 90 minutes. Yeah. So what are you doing for the other 89 and a half minutes? Or 88 and a half minutes, sorry about my maths. You know, <laughs> if you ain't in the right place and you ain't making the right decisions off the ball, you're not a good player, are you? Yeah. And if Brad could have done that little bit of extra work, he'd be worth, you know, millions, millions now, obviously. But I was probably too far the other way. I was, I was totally hard work. And I just got it laid easy, give it to someone like that. But then when I look at I speak to people like Darren Paul and some other forwards. Bradley, when he turned up at 19, was fantastic. As he got older, if anything, he held onto the ball a little bit too long at times and players stopped making runs. So we didn't bring in, you know, because sometimes it could turn into the Bradshaw. Yeah. You know, when we played Yeovil in the one of the Cups, um, Graham Roberts was manager. Yeah, and I can never forget because the seven bridge supporters were singing. So like, <laughs> we beat them one nil, and they were singing "Why Art Lane to Iron Maud Lane," <laughs> <laughs> and he ordered twenty six cups of tea, yeah. and then he threw them all up in the air. Graham Roberts in the changing room, he, he was fuming. But um, it was a bit of a fad. Went out to show how good he was, and he he practically ran the game. And I think Paul Sainsbury scored the winner. You know, but, yeah. but I mean, he's a good player, Paul Sainsbury. Yeah, good player, you know. Just Steady, never let you down. Yeah. Really. He was Good always that engine. seven, eight out of ten. Mm. But you know, I've said this to Dave. Players like him, back in the day, weren't really appreciated, were they? Or I, I don't think they were. Or they weren't given the freedom to 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 perform because they'd have people, you know, people like me kicking him, you know, oh, or yeah, stopping yeah. him, you yeah. know, and yeah. and. and you know, <laughs> but there was an art. There's, I was chatting about this earlier, and we're talking about is that about the game now? You know, people. There was an art to putting in a tackle, which is being eradicated at the game now, and there was an art to riding a tackle, and you see the film footage of Georgie Best or Maradona riding the tackle, and and then the desire they had after riding that tackle to still go on. Yeah. But now you see, I mean, people like Grealish. I mean, what a great player! Don't get me wrong, but. If he's in a tight spot, he leans into someone, falls onto the ground, gets a free kick. You don't see that desire anymore for someone to oh, ride that tackle, and you know, yeah. the game's changing. Well, and well, it has changed. We, we'd, we'd be laughing at them now, wouldn't we? Yeah, we'd be laughing. Well, we at used them. to laugh, didn't we? Used to, remember, um, what's Klinsman when he came out and yeah, started diving? Yeah. But what is he about? That one, that's what yeah. it was. It was European teams, wasn't it? But now it's the norm. Well, Rivaldo when it when he got it on the shin with the ball, oh, yeah, went yeah. out on his face. Yeah. I can remember people saying, that's the foreigners, that's the foreign football for you. But do you know what? They're all cheats, and yet. But when we, report, again, when we report that, playing football, if you showed you were hurt or died about what then of that, you tried to not do that. You wouldn't, you? Yeah. you wouldn't want to do that. You don't want to show you was hurt. You know, you get kicked. Mm. You think, oh, I can't show I'm hurt because he's won then. Yeah. But now it's the opposite. Yeah, you, yeah. Got, you know, brush a wind and they're down. Yeah. I, on, on the Bruce front, before we wrap up on that, um, I got a mention. It was a bit of a family affair, wasn't it? With Craig and Lee as well. Yeah, they, yeah. they came in, but Dave Gould, the physio. Yeah, we must funniest, funny, funniest. Yeah, you know, Dave worked for me when oh, back yeah. in the plumbing plumbing oh, yeah. days, and um, oh, what a character! What a character! He used to say to me, he used to call me, he used to, he used to call me Diesel, because <laughs> he said you just keep going, you just keep going, you know, all at one pace with Diesel, Diesel. And then before we went out, on, I left the children, he'd say, get your late and in early. <laughs> 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 oh, he was so funny. Yeah, he, he 
great character. I always remember he used to do physio, and, and if we got injured... Did he know anything about physio? Yeah, he, he was quite good. Because what had happened was, I, I spoke to Jamie and Breaker and all that, and they were good football blokes, and I said, look, get it diagnosed. If we got an injury, get it diagnosed. Let's go up to see Alex Locker, get it diagnosed. So if you had an injury, Dave would go up with you to Alex Locker, and then Alex would say, look, this is what he's got. This is how he needs to treat it. And then they bought ultrasound machine. Yeah. And so Dave would treat it. So you go, and then sometimes you'd have to go down Dave's house to get treated. So I always remember Dave one day, he said, bloody hell, he said, I had a rugby player come down last night. He said, wanted treatment on an hamstring. He said, he said he had the tightest pair of white Bristol City shorts on you've ever seen in your life. He said, when he laid on his front, he said, he had a shit stain coming from the back. <laughs> Oh yeah, I can. But he's gonna love you for mentioning yeah, no, that. Yeah, oh yeah, my giddy yeah, Oh yeah, he's good fun. They had some great characters there. Yeah. I mean Jay Lucas was there. Later on Mark Byrne was there. potty people, Nathan Brown, I mean uh, yeah. we played football, we played at Barksville, we come back and we got our change of gear, we got our tractors on, we've gone in the Robins. And Stuart, the landlord of the Robins, has gone, lads, if you want to get changed, go and get changed in the kitchen. We've gone in the kitchen and we got all the Sunday roast prepared, ready for, for the next day. <laughs> we've got the big, big pot with all the potatoes in, all the broccoli. Of course, we've gone in there, we're half naked. They're starting playing bobbing apples with the potatoes. <laughs> They're coming out, man. They're, the food's getting thrown. We're all cooked. We've had a skin book coming back from Barnesville. You know, there's all food for it. He's coming, he's going, Pike, get out of my kitchen, this is for tomorrow. And he's picking up and putting it back in the pot. <laughs> so we're all stood in the bar then. And then he's, he, you know, it's all calmed down. Five minutes later, he comes out of the toilet with the gravy ladle. Jay Lucas has stuck the gravy ladle in the pan, in the toilet. <laughs> get out of my kitchen! <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, it was like you had with singing and all that, like crackers. Yeah. Prop, you, and you need that. Yeah, you need that. You play for one another and you have a laugh, and you ate one another on the pitch. Try to kill another each other in the horse and groom. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so I've heard a little rumor that you're coaching at the moment, then. I wouldn't say coaching. I'm, I'm helping out a little bit on me on me boys' club. Or yeah, I don't know. I, I, you tell me, Jeff. I don't just <laughs> no. There's a few lads running a kids team, and I just help them out now and again. And you know, if they got 20 kids and they can only manage 15, I'll take five out and just get them passing. Yeah. I don't want to get too involved. I see my, you know, my dad got right involved with that. I mean, he was good at it. Mm. I don't think for one minute I could ever... All right, then let me that. ask you another question. What do you like on the touchline when you're always playing? Ain't too bad, boy. What no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you're a bit lively. No, I'm all right. I don't think I go and stand. I always remember Ronnie Dix. He used to stand... Julian yeah. Grant is boy. He used to stand behind the goal net. Yeah. You know, and that was it. I mean, Carol, their, their mum, she was she was the one who was on the you know on the pitch screaming and all that. But um, no, I don't I don't try to get too involved. A lot of parents do, didn't they? I mean, I can <coughs> my mum, my dad went too bad. He just watched the game, but my mum, you know, they went want to kick me. Your mum was the well, same. Oh, she was loud. My dad never sat with no, me. No, no. All the time I played for Bath and Google, never, yeah. never, never sat with me. My dad sat with me, mum. Yeah, you know, you're just you know you're their boy, ain't you? You know, anyone touching you, they're going to have it. Yeah, yeah no, I um, thing is, I'm because <clears throat> I'm a bit older. My terminology is a little bit different to the younger parents, you know. So, without being too unpolitically correct, you know, that's a bit 
that was a bit puffy, that that challenge, you know, and oh, you can't see that anymore, and you know, yeah. things like that. So you're, is, you, you can, you've got to be a bit careful. Well, that's you. a small secret, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my boy's just nine, ten. He's just about getting into it now. He's. You know, Does he enjoy it? He is now. He's a left footer as well, so he's got a chance. Rather than me, he was a Tina left. She a lefty? Who? Your Tina? Yeah. No, no, Caroline's my missus. <laughs> Cousin was Toto Scalashi, who scored all the night, night, goals. And that goes back to them, yeah, Louisiana, yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, okay, yeah. right. So, do you watch any football locally or yeah. TV? Not really, no, I am. I, you know what, I finished playing at Briz at 40 years of age, and then I went and played for Nelsie for a season or two, and then High Ridge, which was the pottiest club ever in the world I wish yeah with Paul crazy um, but I tell you what I don't think I've been over to prison and football club twice no. since in what am I now we've played a bit of Bed's football though haven't we we've played a bit of Bed's football that was good fun with Nigel Gillard Paul, Jeff Meacham Des God bless his soul yeah. Desi Beresford you know still playing in a five side team at the moment five side at the moment with Darren Paul Gilly Gummers yeah. You know, it's, it, but it's no tackling, he's just keep balling, you know. So it's all, Come on, you must have a story about Pooler. Cool, where do you want to start? Cool, <laughs> well, I mean. I'd like him to pick up the phone and give me a call. Cool, yeah, well, he lives around a corner, so, you know. Yeah, I know, but, but oh, he got, yeah, we rang him last week, didn't we, Dave? Yeah. Oh, Rico, I'll yeah. ring you back. That's yeah. a week ago, you know? Yeah. Hey, but that's Darren. But, yeah, but he loves his football. He yeah. knows his football. He's a Leeds, um, He's a Leeds, Leeds United fan. Yeah. He's got season tickets. Yeah. yeah. Now he goes out there quite a lot. Yeah. He, he looks he, like a he, he plays by the side and he puts his Leeds kit on and I calls him Tony Adekare. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to get Darren in. Cause, uh, yeah, well, he's, he's like I'd like to see his views on how, how Bielsa coaches and how he plays football as well. Yeah. He's a supporter and he, mm. he's, a, he's a character, one of, one of you know, Local characters, football characters. He's another one that should have played higher. Well, yeah, in my I mean, opinion. great football run. You can knock the ball into it, hold it up all day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So what's, what's, what's your team then? For where? Football-wise. Well, well I'm letting out a bit of a secret here. Um, when I was a kid, I was a mad Liverpool supporter. I met Emlyn Hughes and, you know, Ray Clements was my idol. Because I was a keeper, I was a keeper so sixteen at Exeter City, and then I never grew because my mum smoked, but... <laughs> <coughs> and that's why we got no money now because she wasted it all on fat. If she didn't try to get ten players, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, so then I got released, and there was a guy at Bath called Ro Ro Roy Rod 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 Ruddock. He rang me when I got released, and he that's said, "Son, you in it? <clears throat> what Roy Ruddock? No, it's no, no. So not. he's." <laughs> And he said, would you like to come and play for a bath? And go, I said, you obviously haven't seen me. I'm five foot eight. You know, I'm not six foot two. So I said, I'm not bothering anymore. So that's when I went and played on the field. Then. 
Yeah. Moggy went the tallest there, wasn't no, he? No, he's taller than me. But Moggy used to train me on a Sunday morning <clears throat> when I was 12, 13 years of age, extra training up filled with Broadway. Yeah. You know, fair play to Moggy putting himself out. My old man asked him and he, you know, he trained me. Yeah. Good well, I trained with Roy Dolan, yeah. Dana Rovers, uh, Timmy Carter, Rovers legend, Phil Coit. Yeah. I used to train with all them because when we was at Exeter, obviously, as schoolboys, we couldn't get down there every week. Yeah. So, Roy Dolling said, yeah, I'm trained with the Rovers. When he was done Exeter, was that under <coughs> lights? It was under lights. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember a story like that? <laughs> no, you better share it now, Jeff. Well, I was playing for Briz, and the reason, it's getting near the end of the season, and Andy Cooper was manager of the reserves. So he, he rang me and he said, um, can you help out the reserves? We got, we, got, we got a game Tuesday night, and you play as much as you can. Yeah, of course I can. Where are you playing? He said, well, we're playing at Stockwood Green. I said, Okay, he said, do you know where that ground is? I was taking the mickey. I'd gone, well, they got floodlights? And he went, oh, no, I don't think they got floodlights. I said, well, I don't know where the ground is, then, will I? <laughs> so that was it. From then on, it just only plays under lights. Of course, about 10 years later, we play golf up the Kentishire, and we're playing <clears throat> Man United Legends. So before I got there, because I'm I, I spoke to Dennis Irwin. Dennis Irwin was there. So I spoke to Dennis. I said, uh, we got a mate. I said, he's coming in a minute. It's Jeff Hazel. I said, when he comes in, can you just go over and say, hello, Jeff, how's it doing? And just see how he reacts. Yeah. So of course, there's about 60 of us in the bar. He walks in. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. And then I, I looked up, and they're all waving at me. Yeah, all right, yeah. I'll just get a quick coffee and all that. I go to the bar, and there's a tap on me back. I turns around, and he's Dennis Irwin. He goes, all right, Jeff. He goes, all right, Dennis. He said, uh, played under any lights there? Yeah. <laughs> First, I looked in the back and they've all, guys all gone right through the area. Yeah. Quality. But what? they was good lads, they was the Man United legend. They was yeah. real good yeah. fun. Yeah. But what a good fullback he was, Dennis, oh, yeah. early. Yeah. When you hear Roy yeah. Keane speak about him, like he, yeah. we put him in his all-time. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, yeah. With you Patrick, you yeah. imagine yeah. now, um, Tone, right? We had Alex Stepney. Yeah, I'll we'll we'll share a buggy with him. Yeah, Alex I mean, he was the goalkeeper, wasn't he, in the European Cup, you know, you know yeah. with George Best, yeah. the, look at the team he's played with, Bobby John. Yeah. You know, that's, when you see these golf days and he's established as a legends, that's proper legends, legends isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. He, was, he was nice. He was good, Alex Stenley. Yeah, they, um, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're appreciated more when mm, they yeah. finished, yeah. you know. Do you think though that stars of today that I don't they wouldn't have to do it, will they? But no. some people want to do it, don't they? But can you imagine yeah. that if you like the Shearers and the Lickers, they ain't gonna go and play no. a brand of golf with us for fifty quid, are they? They were closer yeah. to the people back then, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, I remember I went to Mine, I played for Mine when I was about eighteen. They just got relegated. I think Chris Garland was manager and they ran out of money. Yeah. Bob Boyd had been down there. I went down with Brian Bennett, who's manager. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're bottom of the league. You know, we got lads from Taunton who went on to be Keith Gradham, people like that. You know, yeah. we're, all, we're all young lads. Um, Antonelli, we had people that coming up from Torquay. And we're bottom of the league. And then I open up the Evening Post and it says the Tom and Jerry show goes to my net. We've signed on Tom Ritchie and Jerry Sune. And they're both in their 40s. Yeah. But Legends, those two. They're, they're, the, they're the fittest two blokes in the team. They played top flight professional football. We played the first game down at Minehead and I were one nil down. I come in to the changing room and um Sweeney's floored me, he's punched me straight in the guts. I'm on the floor, rolling round now, winded. 
and then a Scottish accent calling me all the F's and C's and this and that. Never had a clue what he's on about. And you're led there and you're thinking, what do I do? Do I do I get up and walk out the change room or do I just sit down and listen? This bloke played top flight professional football. So, what did so you I do? sat down and crawled out the window. No, <laughs> no. I sat down and listened and at the end of the year, he gave me player of the year. You know, and we managed to stay up by a point. <laughs> no, we, 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 we stayed up and they ran the game. They ran every game. Yeah, they, and Tom Richie. They were they were legends. I was lucky enough to play with them at Yeovil. Uh, Gowie was the manager, and he, he took me down. Jerry Gowie took me down there, and he signed Sweens and Tom Ritchie. Um and yeah, different characters as well. Right? Yeah, oh, all postmen, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, postmen. Great lads, and and in the bar after you know we played Cleveland once, and Tom Ritchie's missing because he lived in Cleveland. Tom Ritchie's missus come and got him. He said. God, you're leaving a bit early, Tom, and all that. And Sweens is there, he's winking at us. We're thinking, what's up with you? Anyway, he said, be back in a minute, he's left his coat. <laughs> 15 <laughs> minutes later, he's back. Get his coat, another three points. <laughs> well, I, I, I was fortunate enough, Gary was, Jerry was manager, and um, and God rest his soul, um, you know, and Sweens and Tom were playing on a regular basis. And then one day, Jerry decides he's playing. And um, it was in the Isthmian League. And then him and Tom would get into a hot bath, red hot bath, when baths were allowed to, to get the circulation running and, and for their knees, because they were both knackered then. Mm. But that was the type of players they were. Mm. But now players earn so much money. You know, we spoke about Peter Aiken, you know, dropping down, playing, playing long league football. The pros don't do it anymore. No, no. They don't do. They might do conference because it's big money in the conference. Yeah. Because Lawrenson dropped down. They need to. Mark Lawrenson dropped down yeah. at a certain level, didn't he? I mean, yeah. Julian Dix. Yeah. You know, he dropped down to Grays. The Grays he played yeah. for and he was yeah. manager. Yeah. You know, but. Um, They'll become less and less, though, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Anything else you want to share with Rico and Painter? In what? Anything. In what? Anything. Wrap up with a funny. Most most memorable good game. Funniest time. Best night out. Oh, there's loads of there. <sighs> Remember oh. Liverpool? So I tell my best night out, Jeff, and me, you and Grantley. When we were born out there. Yeah, we, me, Jeff and Grantley were in Broadmead. And this is the time where, you know, the police used to come along and stop you and they used to have a notebook. And asked your name, and we used to always give false names. Don't know if you ever picked up the local police, but we were being in the west and in the high ridge. And uh, <laughs> we were walking through, and there's a bit of a fight or something in town. And the policeman came and said, Right, you three, where are you being? So I just stand about. So he said, What's your name? So I, at the corner of my eye, in Broadmead in central Bristol, seen the shop name John. So I've gone, John. He said, What's your surname? I went, Lewis. Yeah, okay. So looked at Jeff. He's, Jeff's clocked, clocked it straight away. He said, "What's your name?" He went, "Mark." He went, "Mark what?" He went, "Spencer." <laughs> so coppers put Mark Spencer. So he looked at Grantley and he said, "What's your name?" He said, "Ken." He said, "Ken what?" He said, "Tucky fried chicken." <laughs> <laughs> and that is as true as I'm sat on this Harley Davidson. Ah uh, uh, dear. Yeah, there's too many to mention. I remember I. Before I went self-employed, I worked for a post office part-time. Remember, I used to get a part-time yeah. post office, do three hours at five o'clock in the morning, and then you go off. And Chrissy Rex. Yeah, Rex. Because I played Manor for Farm. Chrissy Rex yeah. at Manor Farm. 
They're so a great we, guy. Yeah. And a good, good footballer. Lad, good lad, yeah, good lad. He used to be our postman when we were playing. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. He got sacked, didn't he? <laughs> so he, he says, oh, he said, the first week at the post office, he says, you, you got to play in the post office team. He said, we got to play up Blackburn way next, this week. So within two days. So he goes up to Blackburn and plays there. Grant is playing. Granny Dix is playing. He wasn't a postman, was he? <laughs> <laughs> so afterwards, we're staying in Blackpool. But Labour got their party conference on in Blackpool. So there's police and there's undercover agents everywhere. So we've gone out. We've had a few beers. And all of a sudden, we're walking down the road. And Granny says, oh, I'm busting for a, a wee. We're just going to leg it up that alleyway and have a wee. Anyway, so he legs out there. We never seen him again till the next morning. He ran out there, it's undercover police. They were arresting him and throwing him in a cell. <laughs> so there he started cage fighting. Yeah, but he, yeah, because he is. Because I train, I go training now in sweatbox. I do calisthenics, which is a bit of upper body strength, yeah. rings, and all that. You know, not to the Olympic level in any, in, in any imagination, but it already just keeps you strong. So I've seen Granny down, and I'm thinking, what's he doing? He got his gloves on, he's throwing punches and he's trying to kick. I mean, he must kick like two inches off the floor. You know? God, he must be fighting Warwick, Warwick, what's his name off the floor? Or Warwick, that's no there. I'm Tony Cornet. So I says, what, what are you doing there? He says, oh, he says, I'm, I'm training. He says, I'm, I'm having a fight. I said, what do you mean you're having a fight? He said, yeah, I mean, I know the lad who's training him. And he, he got professional UFC fighter training him. So he's being trained well. But he's saying, now I'm doing a... Not, it's not a, it is a cage fight. He's in a cage, but he said, I'm doing a cage fight, a cage fight. He said, what I'll do is I'll get a, I'll get tables of 10. He said, I'll sell them. I said, who's going to pay 30 quid to come and see you get beat up for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's he's into it. Yeah. He's, yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah. If you get a table, I'd yeah, love yeah. to come. And I'm sure he's, I'm pretty sure he said he's raising it for charity or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, what, we're that's, what, that's, what he's, that's what he's like. We're going to get him in soon. Anyway, yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. So a few more characters. Yeah. But yeah. That's good today, listening to Jeff's stories and stuff and the swearing. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> that. But, um, <coughs> there's some other stories I could have told, but you know, no, we, we, we got locked up. Yeah, we'll <laughs> end on that. Jeff, thanks very much for no problem, sparing man. us the time. Uh, Painter, same again. Yeah, thanks again, buddy. Um, winging it with yeah. Rico and Painter. Thanks very much, Jeff. No problem. Cheers, it's been enjoyable. Right.